The last hour of your day is so important because it determines the quality of sleep that you get and how you approach the next day. I've learned the most about this in my own life from doing things the wrong way, to be honest. Staying up too late, eating too late, or just sort of tinkering here and there, and I couldn't even tell you what I did for those last two hours. All of these things I did without intention and just because I was getting tired and just doing whatever slowly without a plan. Taking all of this as lessons learned and on this journey to do everything with intention, now having a plan for the last hour of the day. So even if you're tired or you've run out of motivation for the day, when you plan things ahead of time with intention, you don't have to get up the energy because you aren't making the decision. You're just following the plan that you designed. It requires discipline, which is hard at first, but it gets so much easier to do when you see the benefits of these new awesome habits. We're revamping bedtime. Let's go. You're listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast, where we're obsessed with life hacks that make your life more awesome. Your host, Lindsay Dickhout, is an entrepreneur and business owner, a mom and wife, and someone who wants to do things over the top at all times. This concept started as a collection of things Lindsay has learned that she was documenting to give to her kids one day, and now it's a podcast. Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. I have become obsessed with this, what I think is like a secret unlock to next level everything in life, enjoying things to the next level, having more experiences, feeling more productive, having more free time, being more efficient, um, getting better sleep, being less stressed, having better reactions, having more special moments, special connections with your friends or people that you love. And all of this, I feel like, comes from planning things out with intention. I am completely obsessed with this concept of being intentional with everything you do. Today, we're talking about being intentional with the last hour of your day. This is particularly important and interesting because it's when we're the most tired. It's the end of the day, so it's when we are most unlikely to do things with intention, right? You wake up, you're fresh as a daisy in the morning, you have your list, and you know it's easier to stay on track when you're sharp and you have all the energy, but like at the very end of the day, when you're winding down, you're tired, you have all the things of the day in your mind, it's not as easy. And I think most of us don't think to have a set plan for mastering the last hour of your day. I I love the whole concept of being intentional. We're going to dive into it. I want to mention two books first. So one of my favorite books of all time is called 10X is Easier Than 2X. Um, it is, it's by Dan Sullivan and Dr. Ben Hardy. It is this concept of flipping things upside down so that you can reach an impossible goal. Don't have a 2X goal, have a 10X goal, which is a goal that seems completely impossible. And then really work on quality strategies and habits to achieve the 10X goal, not quantity of habits, which would get you a 2X goal. So, so you would naturally reach a, reach a 2X goal by doing br- like, like 
force, right? Like brute force, like just doing more of it, putting in more hours, doing more sales calls, doing more reps, doing more of what you're already doing would get you 2x. But when you do things 10x, you're just doing it more strategically. You're thinking bigger and you have a higher quality of habit to support that big goal. That's kind of like the core concept of this book, 10x is easier than 2x. So I love the concept of sleep and being intentional about how we sleep. I love the idea of routines and bedtimes, and I love researching and reading about this stuff. But this specific topic about the last hour of the day, I've been thinking about, okay, how do we be intentional about it? Then I was rereading 10x is easier than 2x. I was rereading just a part because I wanted to add in something in my 2.0 master course about it. So I was going back through the book. I've read it a couple of times, but I was going back through and reading my highlights. And they specifically framed the last hour of the day like this. Here we go. The final hour of the day determines the quality of your sleep as well as the quality of your next day. Over 90% of people are 2x at night where they fall into unhealthy habits and consumption, especially random online scrolling. They say for 10x sleep, put your phone on airplane mode at least 30 to 60 minutes before bed, write in your journal and include wins that you had that day. These wins can come in any forms of learning or progress that you had. So this concept is so key and it's why I'm so big on doing a nighttime journal. So like a three to five minute nighttime journal I created in my awesome weekly books that I have in my 2.0 habit system and also in the 2.0 habit system that also includes the ultimate mindset course, the 2.0 course in our system, I've created these like three to five minute journals morning and evening and it sets you up to like tie up the day with a pretty little bow, right? Even if it was a day of solid fails, right? Even if every single thing you did was a flop or a waste of time or didn't work, we frame it as lessons learned. What can I take from today? And how can I write it down so that I remember it, so that I own it? I also love the concept of writing it down pen on paper because I think it really takes things out of the shadows. You know, I'm big on shame only exists in the shadows. And I think sometimes we have shame over little mistakes. Like how could I have wasted that money? How could I have not foreseen that it was going to go that way? But by just being honest with yourself and writing it out, it kind of just like gets it out of the shadows and it allows you to chalk it up to that was a lesson learned. And By writing it down, you remember it, especially if you go through your journal pages every now and then, you really remember it because you refresh yourself on the lessons learned and you're you're much less likely to make that same mistake again because you're more likely to remember it, right? So the best way that we can handle fails is own it, figure out the lesson and don't forget the lesson because then it's not a waste, right? It's not a waste if we've learned the lesson and we're not gonna repeat the exact same thing again. I love the way these guys frame having 10x sleep because it just makes you think of like, if I wanted next level sleep, which we all do because we know, you know, it's funny because people talk about, well, how many hours of sleep do you get? What, how many hours should I get? What's optimal? And the truth is quality of sleep is the question, not quantity of sleep. It's not a a set number of hours. And I think different people need different things anyway, but Focus on quality sleep rather than quantity of sleep. So 
This whole concept is how can we get the best quality sleep? How can we make a plan for our last hour of every single day so that we get the best quality sleep and we wake up in the best headspace and in this like frame to have the best day the very next day? I love this. I I honestly, I love this because I've started doing this in my own life. And like I said in the introduction, I realized that I just lose steam. Not like, and and don't get me wrong, this is not like every minute has to be planned. Every minute has to have a list. Every minute needs to be efficient. Not at all. This is being intentional about what's important to you and the type of person that you want to be, right? And 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 creating habits, thinking ahead of time when your mind is sharp. I realized I didn't have a plan. So at night, I would kind of wander. I'd pick up the house a little bit. I'd tinker here. I'd tinker there. I'd, I wasn't really doing anything either productive or fulfilling. So that's not a good plan, right? And I think a lot of us just kind of go through the motions, maybe things that you've always done because you've always done them. Maybe you watch two hours of TV and you fall asleep with the TV on and um, like you you don't sleep as well because of it and you know it and you don't even really enjoy it. You just are kind of in the habit and the autopilot of doing it. The whole point of this exercise is to really think, what am I doing the last hour of every day now? And what would it look like if I wanted to have a 10X plan? If I wanted to have the most optimal plan for myself, what would I do the last hour of the day? Here are ideas. Create an optimal environment for sleep. Cool, dark, and comfortable is what all the researchers say. Huberman, Sinclair, Peter Atia, all of them say cool, dark, and comfortable. I just think you got to like love, like when you when you get in your bed, it's got to feel like a cloud. Like I'm so happy I'm here. It just helps you enjoy sleep, look forward to sleep, fall asleep nicely and quickly, and then sleep really well. I think another thing that is key for this last, last hour is some sort of connection with people you love. So if it's maybe it's reading to your kids before bed, maybe if you live alone, maybe it's calling someone and talking to someone or even just like texting with someone, just having connection. I think it's it's just like, just makes us feel good. Like it's just the... Having the connection at the end of the day as the wind down just makes you feel like a nice hug, either literally in person or, you know, or figuratively through connecting with someone. Or if you have a spouse or a lover having a moment, I think that all of that, so often we get so caught up in the busyness of life and like, I'm so tired. But if you look at each day on its own and what would be, what would be optimal? What would that actually look like for you? Maybe there's a moment of romance. Maybe there's um, a moment of total self-care by yourself. Maybe it's like stretching or meditation or yoga completely. Maybe it's like in a closet if you have to, to get quiet and you put on, I absolutely love Brain FM. It's an app and they have all sorts of th- things. I use it for I use it for everything. They have great sleep noise. They have great meditations. They have um, creative work, um, like background noise for creative work and deep work. Um, I use it all the time. I use it when I'm working. I use it a lot of times for sleep. It's so great. Brain B- Brain FM. Download it. It's free. So good. So maybe you put on Brain FM and you do a stretch, or maybe you do something with people you love. I just think there needs to be a moment of create the optimal environment and then also figure out some sort of 
connection moment, whatever that means to you. Love and connection and just a feeling of, you know, feeling of love and community and belonging and like just a nice cozy hug before you go to bed. Again, it doesn't have to be literal. Next, de-stressing. This whole thing is about a healthy wind down progress. So in prioritizing sleep, we have to wrap things up earlier in the day. This is like not the last hour of the day things. So do what needs to be done. Say what needs to be said so that this last hour, our mind is not racing. It's not racing with like the things we need to do tomorrow or the stressing things that happened at the day. We have to prioritize and figure it out earlier so that way when we go into this last hour, it's all about feeling our best and feeling calm and relaxed. And I'm saying this in a very realistic way. Like I don't want it to come off where it's like, well, that would be ideal in an ideal world. Like, hello, welcome to the real world. I'm telling you, in all, for all of us, no matter no matter what situation you're in, you have the control to create an optimal last hour of your day that makes you feel um, like you're going to sleep happy and you wake up feeling fresh and optimistic and rejuvenated. Okay. The other thing with sleep, and one of my favorite sleep books is Sleep Smarter by Sean Stevenson. He has lots of great strategies, and I feel like he is very innovative in his learning about sleep. He always talks about a schedule. Have a set bedtime and a set wake time, and don't vary too much, or you will experience what they call jet lag, right? So if during the week you go to bed at 9, but on the weekends you go to bed at 1 a.m., he says that's way too much for your body. It's literally like flying to Europe and experiencing jet lag because your body needs a similar bedtime and wake time. For me, my goal is 9 p.m. bedtime and 4 a.m. awake. Um, usually that's more 9.30 asleep and 4.30 awake. That's really what it is, 9.30 to 4.30. Then on the weekends... Unless there is some, you know, like something special, some special event, I just adjust it a little bit. It's like 10 to 5 or at the latest, 10.30 asleep, 5.30 awake. But again, that's that has to be quality of sleep. I, I never need a lot longer. I'll never sleep till 8 a.m. I don't wake up to an alarm. I just wake up because it's quality of sleep more than the number of hours. I've set it up so the last couple hours of the day, I'm finishing things. I'm not checking emails. I'm not talking about stressing stuff. I don't have the news on. So that way you can really, that last hour is like wind down. I I think that this concept, I think that this um, is way more impactful than it sounds once you start doing it. The key to this is to make a plan for your last hour of the day, then do not negotiate your plan. So figure out what it's going to look like and then just tell yourself, just stick to the plan. Don't second guess it. Because of course, when you're tired, you're going to be like, do I really want to stretch? Do I really want to pull out the yoga match and stretch for five minutes? Yes, you do. You set this plan when you were clear and fresh in the morning and you were thinking about your priorities and what's important to you in the short term and the long term, and you want to be flexible. And when you're 90, you want to be able to get up and down off the floor. So we know that, or that you know that stretching is a priority to you. So Rather than negotiating it and kind of letting yourself off the hook, it's like, just follow the plan. And in a way, it makes it easier. You know how sometimes in life, it's like, if someone would just tell me what to do, even if it's hard, I'd rather just do that. This is that. You have your game plan. You just need to stick to it. And you don't and and don't talk yourself out of it. Just stick to the plan. And like I said in, t- in the introduction, 
Discipline is the hardest at the beginning because you are making yourself do something, right? So right now, say you scroll for two hours a night and you go to bed at 11 and you wish you went to bed at nine. It's going to take some real discipline because it's fun to scroll. It's interesting. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's entertaining. It's, it hits our dopamine, all the, all the, all the fast, all the fast scrolling, right? So it's going to take discipline to be like, don't pick up the phone, don't pick up the phone, go to bed at nine so that you can have this quality sleep and your thoughts before you go to bed are your own thoughts. It's not the scrolling thoughts of like, oh, one scroll, you're in someone's baby shower. The next one, you're at a club in Vegas. The next one, you're on someone's vacation. Like it's just so much stimulus for our mind and it doesn't put us in the mindset to wind down, reflect on our day identify our wins, ideally our three wins or our lessons learned and like wrap up the day. Have that healthy that healthy wrap up period that I think is so important. Um in the in the 2.0 habit system, we have a couple questions. It says tomorrow I want more of blank and less of blank, the most awesome thing that happened today and um, thoughts from the day. So it's flexible. So you can put in, in different places, you know, like maybe, maybe one day you just felt scattered and you weren't productive at all. So maybe tomorrow I want more productivity or maybe the flip side, maybe all you did was work and you just felt like you had no moments for fun. You had no moments with your kids, put that on the journal. And then it also kind of just like, it's like an exhale too. You're like, God, all I did was work today. All right, write it down. Lesson for tomorrow, we can't change today anyway. It's like this nice, like deep breath. All right. I've kind of rectified the day. It's kind of like 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 um rectifying your bank account, you know, like for your bookkeeper, not rectifying what's the word, like you know what I'm saying. It's like, you know, categorizing your bank account where it's like, whoop, this goes in this category, this goes in this category. It's like taking the day, reflecting on the day in a healthy way, whether it was a super awesome day or not an awesome day. We've just kind of like extracted the best from it. And we're ending the day, note like recognizing our wins, um, rec- recognizing the lessons or the progress, and you're writing down what you want for tomorrow. This allows you to be excited, right? And kind of like fully shut down. I have wrapped up the day. I've summarized it. That's it. I have a positive attitude for tomorrow. I'm not going to bed thinking about things. I'm not going to bed being overstimulated with um, you know, loud TV or scrolling right in front of your face. It's just like you have, you are setting yourself up for optimal sleep because you've nicely wrapped up the day and you've inserted whatever little routines make you feel great. Maybe it's like a special skincare with like you steam your face and that helps you just feel relaxed. I think a lot of these things we feel like, oh, I'd love to do that, but I just don't have time. You do. It only takes three minutes to to do to steam your face so it feels really nice and your skincare goes deeper into your pores and you feel more relaxed and you feel pampered like you've really taken time and prioritized yourself and prioritized things that you love. I love in Atomic Habits, he says, if you want to start a new habit, you make it obvious is one of his key things. So in this case, I would leave out the facial steamer. Like don't put it away in the drawer leave it out right by your toothbrush so it's out there for you to see. I love this habit trick because put things out that you want to make sure that you do. So you have your list, you know your game plan, but also make it easier, have it out, make it obvious, put it in one of your watering holes. If I want to do something like this, I'll put it out. I want to I want to put like my organic 
lip balm on every night, but it's just not in my routine, I'll keep it out right by my toothbrush. So I know it's on my list, but I also see it. It's right there. It just makes it easier. Also, habit stacking. One of the best ways to add new healthy habits is to attach it to something else you're already doing. So after I brush my teeth, I will apply my lip balm, right? Attach it to something else and it just makes it easier to remember and easier to get in the rhythm of doing. And before you know it, it just becomes as automatic in a way as brushing your teeth. You brush your teeth and you apply your lip balm. Before you know it, your lips aren't cracked and they aren't dry, whatever problem it is that you're trying to solve. I really think by having a wind down process that makes you feel good in the ways that you like is just, it's it it makes you overall have this sense of calm and fulfillment, even if life, even if you're in a tough phase of life or a time when you feel like you're sad or struggling, we are in control so much more than we think of our daily happiness. I think by getting in our tens, the little things that make us so happy throughout the day, but also really prioritizing the quality of our sleep and how we spend that last hour of the day. Again, Make the environment really great in your room. Finish up anything stressing or any work earlier in the day so you are not taking it into that last hour. Uh, No food that last hour of sleep because we know that the the biggest energy that the body puts out is digesting food. So if you can have food at least three hours, ideally from when you're going to sleep, that's going to be better. You'll be able to get in a, a deeper sleep and sleep better. I love some sort of um, meditation moment or uh, meditation or stretch or just like some something that's kind of physical, mental, feels good to you, whatever that is, and then some sort of loving connection with someone that you love. I really think by having a plan for the last hour of your day, you will wrap up your days better and you will start the next day better. You'll go to bed on time, you'll wake up when you want, and you'll just have more energy because you are making decisions that directly align with your priorities and goals. You're not letting life just kind of take you. You're not just running on autopilot or you're not just doing what everybody else does because we know if we want to have an extraordinary life, we have to do extraordinary things and we have to be intentional. We can't just let life happen to us. We have to be intentional about how we spend our time and how we do things. And I think that... um, There's so many ways in life that we can be very intentional um, and really make good strides and good progress and feel our best, but I think this one's one of the best. Mastering the last hour of your day by having a very clear set plan and then not talking yourself out of it. Just tell yourself, I just have to execute. And it's all good stuff. It's all stuff you enjoy. That's why you built it that way. But sometimes when we're low on energy and low on motivation, we just want to kind of creep back into those old comfortable habits. But I'm telling you, the comfort of the old habits will will is so much easier to replace once you see what's on the other side. Once you feel the benefits of like feeling so rested, not waking up exhausted and just like feeling like you're crawling down, crawling to the kitchen to get coffee. It's like it's this different it's it's different. It's a it's a 10x way of thinking about sleep and about the prioritizing the quality of sleep and prioritizing and understanding why it's so important to be intentional about the last hour of the day and how it sets you up for awesome days. 
Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you. I appreciate you listening and I appreciate you sharing this podcast on social media so our podcast can grow. Thank you so, so much and have an awesome day. Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast. For more info about today's episode and all past episodes, head over to howtobeawesomeateverything.com where we break it all down. Tell us what you thought of today's topic on Lindsay's Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. Until next time, go out and be awesome because that's exactly what you are.